everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your transformation coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. Today, I would like to talk to you about relevancy and how we remain relevant to the clients that we're working with if we're in business or if we are working for an organisation, how are we remaining relevant to the role that we are providing? How do we remain relevant to the staff that perhaps reporting to us so that they feel nurtured, so that they feel like that they want to stay and they're progressing and uh, seeing a career moving forward in the organisation? It doesn't matter whether it's um, your own business or whether you're working for another organisation. I've always wanted to nurture the staff that have worked for me so that they can see their role in the bigger picture as to what does this mean for a large corporation? What is the role that they're playing in, uh, you know, being a key part of it? So I think if you don't feel like you are belonging to something bigger than your role that you're playing, then it becomes very, very difficult to see a career path and feeling part of the team. And so I think relevancy is really, really important. I wanted to talk today about my journey through my business and uh, how I've continued to, I guess, innovate and so that I am remaining relevant to the clients that I'm working with and how I I have gone about that process. I guess a good place to start is back when I first started my business, I felt uh, what I wanted to do, I lived in a different location, I had a different studio, and I lived on an, an acreage, so two and a half acres, if you can you know, imagine what that sort of space is, in a, a more of a rural type of setting, but just on the, the outskirts of the township where I live now. And beautifully and quiet, we backed onto a golf course, and I built this, uh, when I built the house, I didn't uh, think about that me running a business in the future. But what I wanted to do was to set up the design of the house and have a separate uh, studio slash gym at the, at the front of the house as a separate building, uh, but it, it fitted in very well with the, the garden design and, and all that kind of stuff. So it's very, very, very fancy. And about 70, that's 72 square metres. The one I have now is about 100 square metres. So I started there. I had a certain amount of equipment uh, in there that certainly filled the space and uh, I had this way that I was going to work with clients and that was I was going to push them hard, I was going to work with uh, their nutrition if they didn't do what I wanted to say and holding, uh, holding them to account and they weren't doing the homework that they were required to do each time, I would basically sack them. And because I was gonna take a hard-nosed approach and when I first started, I thought I wanted to work with um, obviously very committed people, but athletes uh, and, and people that did, were just really driven to get some, some high-class results. But of course, it didn't take long into business to realise that that's not where the money is and you're not going to be able to reach your financial goals that you want to achieve. You're not going to help that many people. Why? Because your athletes don't really have that much money. Uh, they're normally broke. Uh, yeah, if they get sponsorship, it's normally in product. It's normally in... Uh, like clothing, that kind of stuff, and uh, you know your athletes, they want to get free stuff from you as well. So it, it's not your ideal market. 
until I quickly worked out that I was actually very good in the, the weight loss side of things and I was getting a certain type of client coming to me and they wanted a private experience away from uh, gyms and stuff. And that was kind of my unique selling proposition at that point, which was, you know, tailored solutions, but also away from everybody else. Um, was out in a nice environment and it was very, very private. And so most of the clients, even to this day that I get, are clients that have never stepped into a gym. That's the majority of my clients. They've never stepped into a gym. They don't want to go to a gym. They don't want that type of experience. And so I started out that way. And if I look at, um, you know, the, the website that I had in place at the, at the time, what I was doing on social media, which was almost non-existent at that point, I absolutely didn't know what to do. And... Uh, you know, the programming that I had with clients and so forth, it's very different to what I'm, what I'm doing now. And I think over time, I discovered that uh, I, I needed to become better. I needed to become a better coach. I needed to get better outcomes for people. I was still getting great outcomes for people, but I wanted to do it differently and I wanted to have longer lasting impact. And and so I looked at how I could do that. And look, through the process, I, when I started business, I was also doing group sessions, I was doing boot camps and so forth. And look, I've fast track, I've been in business 14 years now, coming up to 15 years. And I uh, had a look during COVID with the, you know, the whole COVID experience and how I could be working with people uh, via Zoom and around the world. And it didn't matter where they were, whether they were based locally and they still wanted to connect with me or whether they're on the other side of the world. Uh, it just opened up my eyes to how could I impact uh, people more greatly, stay connected more easily and provide more flexibility. And that was great through COVID, really helped people uh, from a mental health perspective and stay active and do that kind of stuff. Uh, but from the, the group training perspective, I found that uh, I was getting less and less commitment from people and I was getting a different type of client. I was getting a less committed client. Why? Because one, it's cheaper. You know, it's a lot cheaper than doing the, the private training that I do and private coaching. And that attracted a different level of commitment from people. And I think with COVID and when it finished and so forth, like I, I'm in Melbourne, uh, the most lockdown city in the world. I think we're up over 300 days of lockdown by the, the end of our, our sixth lockdown. And uh, people were very nervous, um, certainly in my, my city here, are coming back into group types of experiences, whether it be going out shopping, whether it would be, you know, dining out, or whether it would be, like, exercising and going to gyms and stuff. And I found that uh, people, because we were locked down for so long, either had established a good routine at home with their own equipment or just doing their own thing, or honestly, there was that whole group of people that decided to do nothing and are still doing pretty much nothing and maybe just going for walks. That's what, you know, some people tend to do. And so I, I felt that boot camps, as they, I called them, were now no longer relevant. You know, for most people, they just weren't relevant. And since I've closed them down, so I made the decision, I'd close them down. I phased them out over, over a few months. And one of the best things I've done. Uh, so much work for me uh, preparing each week and it was preparing for uh, yeah, non-committed clients. And I got into this, 
this headspace that, well, I've always done this. I need to be consistent. I started my business this way. So therefore, I need to keep doing it. And then the, the logic part of me said, well, what will my coach do? He'd say, Rob, stop doing these things because do your numbers. It's not worth it. Now, it was feeding some clients through into private training, but not a lot. And so I just made the decision and decided to cut them out. And it's one of the best things I've done. It's made my life so much easier. I don't have to worry about bizarre outdoor boot camps and uh, all the tra- trouble of, of traveling and all that sort of stuff that I had to do. I just didn't have to worry about it anymore. So it was super, super good decision for me to make. From there, I looked at other things that I was doing in my business that I could have more relevancy to the clients that I was working with and potentially new clients that I wasn't currently working with. And so I, I did a lot of strategic thinking around, all right, what would be the programs that I could offer anyone anywhere in the world? And how could I do that? But in that process, I also took a, a step back. I reviewed my, my whole website design and um, you know, what was my call to action there and, and so forth. And then through that process, I looked at, gee, my website is really out of date. It's probably no longer relevant to people. Um, so I just completely redid it. One of the major ways that I used to get information out to people was through blogs and things like that. No one's going to a blog anymore. No one's reading that. And so I stopped doing those things, left everything there that was, was still relevant in terms of uh, health and wellness information and so forth. But I stopped doing that part of my business and uh, I, I just revamped everything, identified that there are a number of gaps in my, my current website to the services that I was providing. And so it changed that. And then through that whole process, I looked at, all right, what is it that I really stand for? And looking at what my competitors were doing to some extent, because I'm kind of way ahead of all my competitors in this, in this region, but looked at uh, what was unique about me. Why would somebody want to come and work with me? And so I looked at the fact that, well, everything that I do, it's individually customised. Everything that I do. I do meal plans for people that are done from scratch that are tailored specifically to what somebody wants to achieve. Uh, a lot of people out there will give people meal plans. They're not actually supposed to. Certainly in my country here, you've got to be licensed to be able to, to do it or you've got to be qualified to be able to do it. I'm allowed to do it, but a lot of people give out so much rubbish information and you can find so much rubbish information out there, can't you? If you just Google uh, stuff and you'll see that there's all this free information out there, but it doesn't come with any disclaimers or anything and you just don't know whether it's actually suited for you. Um, so I do things that are individually tailored for people, not just their, their food, but also their workouts, making sure that we're working very specifically towards what it is that the, the goal that the client wants to achieve. The other difference is that I do treat people like they are part of my family. And so I call it my fitness family. And once people become part of my fitness family, they're always there. And so if they, they leave for whatever reason and whether they've achieved their goals and they go off and do it by themselves or they move physical location and so forth, then uh, they know that they can come back. And this is why I work with clients for like over 10 years, why people do come back to me because they know that they get proven results and it's really worthwhile. So um, they know that they get the value for the money and so that's why they do it.
And so that, that fitness family is a, another part of it. Another part of what I do is uh, treat other people's health and wellness as preciously as my own, which means that I'm very much vested in what my clients are achieving. If I get clients that have like an injury, an ache of pain or something like that, I want to know what's going on for them. And then I will refer them within my allied health uh, network to somebody that can then assist them. It is very, very rare that somebody may injure themselves or hurt them, strain something. I've never had any touch wood, never had any serious injuries uh, training clients. Um, there's normally some delayed onset of muscle soreness after, after people do workouts, but most people's injuries are, are brought on by things that they do, get up to on the weekend and that kind of stuff. And then it just carries forward. Uh, so people know that I am very, very much aware of what it is that is going on in their life. I'm very concerned about their health and wellness and they can tell that I take a really big interest in, in their lives, their health, and making sure that they are making progress each and, every, each and every day. And so in looking at all those things, I did think about, if I I'll go back to what I started uh, this session with, uh, when I first started business and uh, what I was looking, how I was looking to work with people, COVID certainly changed people's mindsets in this, in this country. And people no longer were coming in and saying, well, I want to lose weight. What they were coming in to say was, I want to become healthy. You know, I want to adopt a healthier lifestyle. I need help uh, doing that. And that is kind of where I've been uh, putting myself for the past few years anyway, helping people establish these healthy, fulfilling lifestyles. Um, it, it's rare that I get people come in and say, I want the six pack. I want to get completely buffed. Every now and then I get somebody like that. But most people just want to establish a healthy lifestyle. They want to have more energy. They want to feel good about themselves. They want to feel sexy. They want to look good. And they want to be able to sustain it. And so on that basis, every piece of marketing that I put out there, the conversations that I'm having with people are all around that. Why? Because that is the market that there's a lot of. I'd say it's the majority of the market. And... That's where I just naturally fall to. Um, that's what I've done for myself the past 35 years. It's been finding how I can work smarter, how I can not necessarily work harder, but work smarter at it rather than harder, and to get achievable, sustainable, long-term outcomes for myself and for other people. And I'm a walking, talking example of a healthy lifestyle. And so then I just embed that into others. Now, the other big change that I've had since I first started business is around mindset and the amount of work that I do with mindset because I know how much it has had an impact on my life. Having that positive mindset, working on the mental toughness every day, growing myself each and every day. And so every single session I have with people, I'm finding out what's going on in their life, what are their biggest challenges, has nothing to do usually with their food, their training, etc. It's all the other aspects of their life. So our conversations are very, very wide and varied because one, it helps me understand what's going on in someone's life. It then also enables me to dig into my kit of tools to help people achieve what it is that they want to achieve. I have some people that come to me that's got nothing to do with the, um, the health or the, uh, the physical training. 
it's because they basically like hanging out with me and I inspire them to achieve greater things in their business. And the workout and all that kind of stuff is just a bonus. And I feel I've formed some great relationships with people on that basis uh, because they can see the value that I bring. And then that's the last point I want to mention around relationships. So my coach, coach JT has had a massive impact in my life positively. And uh, the biggest area this year where I've been putting more focus is around relationships. How do I build more effective relationships? How can I bring value to my coach? Because he brings so much value to me. So how can I give back to him? And how can I add value to more value to my clients? And how can I add value to all those other people in my life as well? And so um, a big example is uh, with the loss of my daughter uh, and um, you know, the terrible time that she went through. And now I'm being an advocate for uh, eating disorders to try and make some change there. And uh, I've been connecting with very, very high level people from the prime minister down, you know, or uh, d- different health ministers, the opposition leader, uh, various, various politicians and uh, heads of hospital and that kind of stuff. And the impact, as well as the media in, the, in all of that, but the impact that I'm having, the value that I'm adding to all of these people has been another big change for me uh, this year. And my coach is the one to, that I have to thank for that getting me to put my focus there where it should be to add value to people because it's not just those relationships. I brought that into my clients as well, but also um, to my, my girls. I'm making sure that I'm adding as much value to them as I can, giving them what they need, what I, not what I think they need, but giving them what they need. And yep, I'll put my hand up and say, I fail at that uh, from time to time. It's hard. You know, navigating, navigating, navigating teenagers, teenage girls, it's, it's really, really challenging. Uh, but, you know, I keep trying, I keep pushing um, and keep trying to focus on what do you need? How can I add the value to you? And that's the same for anyone in your life. And that's what I want to do with the clients too. And the more conversations I have, the deeper conversations that I have, the more I get to find out, well, there's an opportunity here to add more value. An example is today, I have a client that has, I haven't seen them for a while. I've been working with them on and off for, golly, it would have to be six years now, I guess. And uh, yeah, well, yeah, around that time. And um, she, she's had some, some ongoing issues that she hasn't been able to resolve. She told me a little bit more about them today and I said, okay, well, I think it's probably something around, you know, I won't mention what it is, but something around this. Sorry, have, I didn't understand. Thanks, Siri. Have you tried doing this? And she said, no, I haven't. I said, well, okay. And I pulled out my phone. I said, I'm going to give you the details of the person that I see around this. I said, it could be yeah, you know, around this and, uh, you know, once, once you've had kids, your body changes and all that kind of stuff. And I said, here's my personal uh, referral to this person and why don't you have a session there, see what that feels like. And it, I was just trying to put her mind at rest as to what it could be, what it's most likely not, and uh, making sure that she seeks the, uh, you know, the extra professional help where she needs to. Uh, but also just giving her the mind, the mindset, the skills to be able to deal with challenge. 
and has absolutely nothing to do with the other things that I do during a session. But because I really do care about people and I want them to be the healthiest, strongest, best version of themselves, then that extends conversations from one spot to another, uh, continuing to add value. So I'm going to end on that note. If you want to connect with me, go to mentaltoughnessandbodyshow.com. You can opt in for a free consultation right there. The message I want you to take away from today is be relevant, stay relevant, and make sure that you take time out to step back from yourself, from your business, and say, am I doing this right? Am I still relevant in what it is that I'm doing? Am I still relevant to my partner? Am I still relevant to my children? Am I still relevant to my clients, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera? Because if you're not, you will lose clients, right? You lose engagement with the people around you, loved ones and, and, uh, and friends alike. So we've got to stay relevant. Keep asking yourself those questions. Stay hungry for growth. See you tomorrow.